All right, it's uh, we're going to talk about Why the Last Man, the comic, the first volume of the comic Unmanned, I believe it's called. Sparks, uh, and, you got, you didn't, yep, he's got, he didn't do, he didn't do this. Okay. And the first episode of the TV series. Hell yeah. So what do we think about this? Ben, you go first. So that book is definitely, I mean, the book is good. Um, dated, I mean, very dated. There's a few choice words in there that I'm like, eh, okay, that, that's, that doesn't really fly by today's standards, but whatever. Uh, I really like how the show kind of shows um, the people's lives before the event, before the, the plague hits. Um, you definitely get a feeling for what happens before, especially with, between Yorick and um, uh, Beth. Because all you really get is just a phone call with Beth is in Australia already. She has something to tell him, which you already mm-hmm. kind of get inkling that she's like, hey, I'm kind of seeing someone else down here. And this, and the second where you actually get to see the proposal and the conversation between the two is like a little more gut-wrenching. And also you get to see a day in the life of his mom, the con- uh, representative Brown. You get to see what she's going through, how she's kind of going to head butting heads with the current Republican president. You can see Nora. I really like once it's a classic case of the show of shows expanding what the comic gives you and giving you more what's inside. I really dug the first episode of the show. And also, even though it is dated, I still enjoyed, um, highly enjoyed the first issue of that comic book. Yeah. I or think the first, with the, the first trade of the comic book, if I should say, I think with the, be- the benefit of making this a show is that you could, a first issue comic can't open this way. Like a first issue comic has to open with a with a with a way that keeps you turning the page and and because it's only twenty pages you got you don't have a lot of space to do that so you start way or you start wait just like a little bit before the 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 virus hits the first then, issue has to hook you yeah well, but well, the a show issue, but the first episode but the first episode of a show really can just you know we can take the time in that first hour to 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 give you more backstory show you more character show you more of a life because you're because the end of the episode the play's going to hit anyway and you're going to be hit you're going to be okay but we have more time to explore i think that's really i think that's really cool uh in a way to I, i'm glad that every kind of adaptation we've seen as a show does take the opportunity to, to expand more in the beginning uh, yeah. question for the question for you guys did you read the book first and then watch the episode or watch the episode before you read the book because i read the book first and i have to say um i would definitely recommend like if you want to do like what we do like compare the comic to the show i would definitely recommend reading the book first before watching the first episode i agree i i i generally always read the thing because it came out first like that's i re- i read it in order of of when it comes Excuse out me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you. Re- mm-hmm. What about you, Brandon? Did you read the book first, then watch the episode, or reverse it? I, I had to watch the episode first. I didn't get a okay. chance to, to read the comic beforehand. Although normally I would rather do that, um, just with Bizarre's eye schedule. So. Yeah, understandable. Understandable. Um, yeah, uh, Ryan, what did you think about the show? You I, I loved the first episode, and I'm going to continue watching the show, and I want to watch it with Sparks because he lives with me. And it just make it easy if we get us both to watch it together. <laughs> I didn't really care for the first volume. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fine. I think the premise is cool. There's character stuff I like. Uh, like obviously, this comic couldn't exist, or the the show couldn't exist without the comic. Um, Agent three fifty five is a revelation. That character is insane. Uh, that is one of the hardest, coolest characters I've met in the comic. 
Um, she makes me want to read the comic more than Yorick, more than it, and more than Representative Brown, even though I think those characters are fine. Um, mm-hmm. it, it is a comic of its time. Like it came out in like what, 2002 or something? Yeah, it's um, early 2000. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, Brian K. Vaughn's a really great writer. He was young when he wrote this. It's just, it's got really just gross problematic stuff. You know, it, it's not, yep. it's not him being offensive. It's him just being young and ignorant. Like all, like all of us were at a time, you know, it, um, it's him using the language of the time, which unfortunately yeah. I also say I was, and just uh, into certain yeah. like gender politics that just have been this like, you know, expanded upon now. It's just like, it's, uh, it's not a like, I, I have the show now. I will never read the book ever again. I got, yeah, the, yeah. I got, I got the show. And as far as I'm concerned, I think this, this is one of the strongest pilots I've watched in a long time. Like I really, I really think all the acting is exceptional. I think the character building so much better than the comic. Um, and I think, I think the execution of like the event of when all the men die, it's horrifying. It, it's yeah. like, if you've seen Mark, uh, Mark Wahlberg, if you've seen um, Mark Wahlberg in the happening, that movie has a really scary suicide scene with a bunch of people too. But like, this is ex- exponentially worse. Cause you get to know all of these people. You get to yeah. know all of these children and all of these like old men. And like, some of them are racist. Sure. But a lot of them are like our nice guys too. And it's like, it's an impactful first episode. It's really good. Like, yeah. I'm watching... really happy with the changes they made to the representative. Um, I'm really happy with that. They took, that character in the comics doesn't work um, in, a, in a modern day. I, I know I'm what they're trying they to do. I, I, I get what they're trying to do, but like, uh, I, I, it just didn't work for me. It really did. Yeah. Uh, and again, if I was like 20 year old liberal when that came out, I probably would love it. Cause like, Oh, like I could get what you're doing, but like that comic came out 20 years ago and just things change. Right. Um, like yeah. the second, like in, in the, okay. One of the lines I didn't have a problem with, but, uh, but I didn't have a problem with it cause language use, but it, I definitely felt I was like, okay, I'm not a big fan of them either, but that is really on the nose. Is where it's like, what's what's going on? Is it the Amazon? Is it another gang? Worse, Republicans. And of course, yeah. you got employees with guns outside who yeah. are saying it's like you're taking control of the government. It's like that is oof. And that, it's it's funny because because both the show and the comic are like they're doing the same thing. You know, it's an apocalypse, and like like what? How do you deal with the government and all all like the humanitarian stuff after the apocalypse when all this stuff happens with just women, right? I think the show, only from the first episode, is going to tackle that in so much cooler, stronger, and honestly just, like, smarter ways. Because, like, the writing in that comic just feels so, like, I'm a 21-year-old liberal who knows what he's talking about. And, like, I know I was that way, too. And, like, in a way, I still am. You know, I'm trying to be better about it. But it just, it feels so, like, I am so smart. Like it just feels like a comic, like written by a really smart person. I want to, I want to, I want to push back a little bit on what Ben said because honestly, the 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 Republican uh, wives standing outside the White House seemed a little prescient to me. Yeah, I mean, because I know this comic book was written in two thousand two, but seeing that, especially with the events that happened way back in January six, it's like, yikes, that happened. Yeah, something like that happened. But that's why the Republican line, I, I don't think is one of the more problematic things in the comic. Cause I'm like, well, you know, is it really so dissimilar from today? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, you, so you, you read the comic? Yeah. I read the first volume. Nice. Did you, did you, did you get a chance to watch the show? Yes. I watched the first two episodes. Oh, you actually are further thanks, along. Than thanks that, for than telling I us, I guess. <laughs> well, we were just kind of going, I was waiting for an opening to give, to give sparks because he came back. Oh, um, yeah. I thought you didn't do it. Cause you walked away for a second. I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I stepped away for a moment, but that wasn't because I didn't engage no. with it. Uh, sparks. So let's get, let's get you in the conversation, man. Um, I mean, I, I, uh, I also think that the comic just doesn't age very well. Um, it's, uh, 
it it shouldn't be written by a man. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. frankly, like that's yeah. that's the flaw of it, especially for that moment in time. It just shouldn't have been. Um, it's certainly like well-meaning in a lot of places, uh, but it's so like hold on, because um, I took pictures of some moments. It's got some really like just unnecessary commentaries and perspectives on women. For example, like uh, when he meets the one who's collecting dead men's bodies and she talks about how she just gotten a boob job, which is now pointless because what good are tits in this new world? She's a model. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because she's a model. And then like in the very next page, like she puts a gun on him and he's like, what are you going to do? Rape me. Um, oh, and that it's just so, so Yeah. And, and it's still in that same interaction is like something where she has to like grab his dick and say like, you're a man, but barely. Um, and I'm like, this is all just like really lame, yeah, really yeah. lame I to, female representation. Go, I'm going to that scene. Cause yeah, I had problems with that scene. Cause I was reading this. I'm like, Brian King Vaughn's a good writer though. This is not good writing. I guess it's a long way. This was 20, 20 years ago. And it's (laughs) not just, it's not just like, it's not just him being young. It's also what things were at the time, Mm -hmm. what things were considered like. I don't think Vaughn today in the climate of today writes the same book. Not at all. But this is the way that it could get through. This is the way that it would be translated. This is the way that people use language to describe these kind of things. This was the kind of, strong female representation that was happening in comics at this, the time this like, was it this was a this is like like an award-winning book like like i, yeah. I like this is a good book right it's just it is an age book but like mm. i that's why the show having a, a creative team being primarily female like makes it work so much better i think it's a it's a book that i think if i it, like if you're reading it at the time that it comes out or not too long after yeah it's a good book um it is impossible to read it now and separate it from that time gap we're talking an an almost 20 year time gap yeah like we we live in an entirely different kind of context of how we view representation of all kinds of different people um there's something how many episodes did you guys watch the one one. first Okay, so I, I watched the second because I didn't I didn't feel like the not that I'm knocking on you guys what you did, but I didn't feel like the first episode uh, gave me enough to chew on because it's all the setup, mm-hmm. not how are they tackling the world after. So I wanted to see what that was like. Um, and a really strong note that I'm happy to report is like in the comic, there's a offhanded comment that the garbage girl makes about her partner having been trans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so was just shot on sight because they look like a man. And it's like, that's, that's our trans representation. There it is. Mm-hmm. Um, in, uh, the second episode, the person who hero is at the meeting with is revealed to be trans. And so from female to male. So in the second episode, they're still alive. Oh, nice. Um, okay. And they, and they identify as male. And like, there's a discussion about like, the the questions they have to answer every single day that they're outside and and like them wanting to leave the city because of what's happening and and all this stuff um and it's already like a better concept of like incorporating trans representation into the conversation of what's going on in this world that's so good to hear dude because i know i was talking to you about like before the show premiered um like that I, that was like a really worrying worrying thing, and like that's that's so cool that they're doing that. Um, yeah, I I'm, interesting. I just, I love this first episode so much, you guys. I, I don't have a single problem with it if I'm being honest. Like I think it's I just think it's good. I, 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 I'm I am interested in seeing where the the fact that Hero killed 
uh, her her lover goes uh, on the day where every other man also dies. Like she doesn't. She what will timing? She will never this have to tell crime. anyone. She will never have to tell anyone, but she will always have that guilt. Uh, yeah. And like, man, just what a character thing. Because like in the comics, like it's so cool that we're just getting like a little more. Even in the first episode, like I know these characters better than I think I that I felt than like in that. Whole oh, there's a, there's a horrible line with Hero when they come out of a uh, come out of the the the, the ambulance um, after having having sex, and in like the they're in a they're in a fire station, and like the firemen are uh, like gawking at them, like, oh, I know what you guys are doing in there, man. Yeah. Have you worked the no. way all through the firemen? Very, very importantly, it's the other women. Yeah. Not it's the other who are talking right. about her that way, which is even worse. It's the yeah. other two EMTs, whereas Hero is in what seems to be in those short panels, a actual loving relationship with the firefighter. It's mm-hmm. not it's not but she's but she's implied to be a much different character than the character we meet in the oh, it's in, a in completely the show. different character than the character we meet in the show because in this one, uh she has a DUI, she has a, a she has problems, whereas in the show, or in the, in the show, whereas in the comic book, she was like, yeah, I mean, she's had a string of bad relationships, but nothing to get her a, a DUI or drug problems, and then she just she watches her her boyfriend die right in front of her eyes. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, I was gonna say, it's, I didn't want to say the word, but you know, uh, she she she's seen, she's implied to be a little bit more slutty in the yeah. in the comic, and that's I don't. I didn't jive well with that representation there. Yeah. Um, there is an interesting bit in this first volume that there are, I think I counted three potential ways that the, that they like, they could blame the plague on. I know they probably don't answer it in the, in the comic, but like the amulet or the, the clone being born or, no. you know, yeah, th- I that, was, that was interesting. That was the, the one thing there, there are a couple of things I do like about it. Um, I do like, I do like the idea of like, uh, this clone baby, uh, like, and th- it, th- that character I found really interesting. And I was like, what a crazy, I think, like, was it like her, her nephew was dying or something. So they were trying to create a clone to, to get like tissue from this baby or something. Yeah. Uh, I like hard science stuff like that. I'm super into. And then like, mm. oh, maybe that's why the apocalypse happened. Almost like a sweet tooth situation. Um, I, all that stuff I, I jived with. Um, it's just mostly like just the 2002-ness of it all that, you know, yeah. doesn't work for me. Uh, Actually, you're gonna say something. Oh, sorry. No, just one other thing I quickly like. I do like that every issue had something where it's like Washington D.C. one hour ago, and then it cuts to to the present, or like Washington D.C. a week from now. Or like every issue had a time jump thing, uh, and I don't know if every episode will do that, but I thought that was an interesting, uh, you know, framing device. Yeah. Uh, no, um, not so much. Gotcha. Uh, every episode, I'd say. Okay. Uh, no, no more, no more jumping to the past anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, Everything is just moving forward, it seems. Uh, At least based I, on episode two. We have to talk about the standout. I, I personally think of, of, of both the show and the comic. It's 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 is it Agent three fifty five? Is that what her name is? Yes. Uh mm-hmm. that opening scene where she's with the drug dealer and she's like kissy with him, and then she leaves in that one shot and then she blows it up. That's one of the hardest, coolest scenes I've seen in a TV show in a long time. Like the energy that she gives off, and so I'm like, oh, this is who this character is. And then she's like part of like the like the Secret Service and stuff, and I'm like the Culper the Culper Ring, which is a uh, organization that answers only to the president. They yeah, yeah, get yeah. around red tape. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, basically like soup like the the Kingsman. Uh, so, she has she has such a presence. Go ahead. No, just yeah, she has such I a agree. presence. I love her. She's she's great. Um, I I really like her too. I think that's a great casting, and I think that character is really interesting. Um, 
this, uh, you guys won't know this because you didn't watch episode two. Uh, I do want to talk about this because I think it's an all right choice, but I'm not sure I agree with it, which is that um, in the show, Diane Lane's character of their their mom, uh, she becomes the president. Oh. Um, which I'm a little like... The agriculture lady's okay. gone. The only reason that bothered me is because something I did like about the comic is that their mom wasn't the head honcho of the government. Um, because it felt too convenient that Yorick, the last man on earth, his mom is president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that the comic didn't go that way, I kind of appreciated that, like, she was still a responsible member of government, but not the person who will be referred to as the president and not the person who makes final decisions and has final say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that is not the way the show translated, translates it. She is immediately the president. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen that, but I don't know if I drive with that. Either. I don't, I don't love that decision because it immediately puts like this. Uh, I really like her, the actor and the character uh, for Diane Lane but it puts her in this position where she has to like, people are judging her for how she allocates resources because she's trying to find out what happened to her kids. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that, that she's in that compromised position is because now she's the president. And I'm like, this feels like we could have just left her uh, as the representative and had a different talented female actress playing the president and her having a relationship with that person who's in power and having to work her way through and I, stuff. And I like that idea of like the designated survivor. They're like, oh, you're the 14th in line, but you're the president now. Like, I think yeah. that's, that's charming. That's a shame. It's the, same, it's the same logic that makes Diane Lane the president. Yeah. But, but it's, it's her now. And I, I just feel like that takes away a little bit of something because it feels awfully convenient in the setup. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas in the comic, knowing that the comic originally didn't have it, I think the comic is superior in that decision. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's a wise choice to not have the last man on Earth's mom also be the president. Yeah, yeah I was kind of, yeah. I was, I mean, I haven't like, like I said earlier, I only saw the first episode. I was kind of hoping that she, um, Diane Lane wouldn't become the president because I also really like that bit about the comic book, where it's like the last, the the son of a yes, a, a politician, but it's not the one in charge because it is kind of like a. I mean, it, I guess in a way, it kind of does add an extra layer of drama to the show. It's like, oh, you're the president and your son is the only one alive, which is obviously going to raise suspicions in some circles. Yeah. But in the book, it's like we have one male survivor. Two, technically, right. if you count the monkey, if you count Amber's yeah. hand. Um, yeah. And I think part of that is because she's the president and there's already mm-hmm. this air of her having been like – and it was kind of there in the first episode if you were paying attention, but it's really present um in the second episode of her as an infallible politician not an infallible person but an infallible politician which the comic is in the opposite direction of and i didn't necessarily i'm glad the show didn't do this because i really hated in the comic the way that she's pro uh anti-abortion um i'm glad that's not part of her character in the show but the way that they've made her almost entirely a spotless moral political figure in the eyes of others is a little like okay yeah that makes sense i i took a pic I, so i took a lot of pictures and it turns out it was just all the shit that i hated so i'm like i don't <laughs> i don't i don't need to talk about it uh yeah ultimately i think the show's an improvement yeah i 100 agree like i actually want to watch the show as opposed to read the comic uh ampersand 100 tj monkey Peta uh called the show because they were convinced i was a real monkey and then they're like, you dummies, that's not even a real monkey, you're stupid. <laughs> um, that's so funny. 
Uh, I don't care. I, I think the most interesting setup of the show, uh, and and rightly so that it's pointed out in the comic when they meet Dr. Man, is not that Yorick survived. It's that Yorick and the male monkey survived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yo, what's, what's up there? Uh, the fact that it's both of you is a little interesting. Um, uh, how did you guys feel about the show slowly doing the males dying? Rather than in an instantaneous wave. I kind of... Yeah, I kind of felt that um, it was, yeah, it was more, it gave a little bit more of oomph. Like throughout that show, you saw animals dying. You like, you saw the buck, you saw the rats. Um, it like started you, smaller and went big. Yeah. yeah, it started smaller and then the more comp, and then the bigger, or okay, maybe not bigger because a buck is definitely bigger than a human. But other, it started with the animals and then it finally went to humans. And I definitely felt like as, it was kind of like dominoes falling, like when you see um, the president die. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I didn't like that character. I didn't like the character of that president, but still, it was harrowing just seeing blood come out of his mouth, him dying, and then all these other men just dropping like flies. I think the point of the sequence is to up the horror factor yeah. when the when all the men, when the men start dying mm-hmm. on mass. You know, we we kind of get a sense of foreboding dread leading up to the ultimate moment. Um, And I think it's actually rather effective for the show, Uh, specifically in the show format. As I mentioned, it has more time to do that. I don't think it would work in a comic book. Um, But having that that when it finally like hits that that moment is like truly horrifying. And also one of the other things I want to say, like credit to all the actors in that scene when they realize when it finally clicks like with Diane Lane, that one, um, the, that one general, the aides, and they all look around and they realize it's all the men. Yeah. All the men are dying. Sparks. You want to say something? Um, I agree on all those points, except for two specific things. And one is, uh, the police force who doesn't have their police officer on them with the implication that they have already died. And I'm like, if people are already dying, why aren't they all dying? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that threw me a little, um, because I expected it all to start happening that night. It doesn't happen until the next day. Um, but more importantly to me is that there's kind of an idea that the meeting they're heading into is about all the male animals dying that yeah. they've noticed. And mm-hmm. the second episode doesn't pay off that. Um, it, and that's, that's part of my thing is like, if this thing was happening the way that we're seeing it happen all over the place, male animals dying first, somebody in the, like, you know, the, the government is running 24 seven, someone would take notice and have called that meeting, which I assume would be the meeting that they were heading into, but it's not addressed in a backwards way in, in, in episode two to say that that's what it was. Um, and that they figure out, oh, this was a thing that was coming, um, that's all. It's not, it's minor, but it is something where I go like, I feel like it started happening in such a large number. Somebody would say something because we're well, all it, political well, figures. Well, it happens. They say like, Oh, there's like a mass event happening in Israel right now. Like that happens mm-hmm. like pre, like pre them going to that meeting. And that's when it starts happening. Right. Um, yeah, I think I wanted to say, I mentioned because, uh, we brought up Israel and waste parks. Uh, I really like that they took out that bit with the, uh, Freedom fighter in a, an indiscriminate foreign country. Uh, yeah, the the representation of these um, 
yeah, essentially uh, filling Islamophobia because this was 2002, Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they took that out of the show. I'm glad, they took that, I'm glad they took that out of the show, too. Um, I do feel like that that line you're referencing, Ryan, was more or less just a kind of nod to the comic of that, not so much acknowledging, like, hey, we're noticing that all these male animals are dying because we're seeing it's happening in the United States, too. And I don't think yeah. that they're clocking that. It's just a thing where I feel like the show could have... But I agree. Uh I, I'm glad Islamophobia is not a major focus point of the the show. At it least really, it will, look time obviously helps, but also again having a, a showrunner be a lady. Just it just when the whole thing is about women, maybe just have women make it. It just makes sense, right? It just makes sense. Yeah. Um, it didn't make sense back then, though. Apparently, no, because we're stupid. I uh, I hope that the amazons are executed better on the show me yeah. too because like it's still gonna That's be like fear. it's still gonna be like an apocalyptic thing with like you know like republican mad max villains um but i hope that yeah they're handled with more care it, it's it's my it's my biggest thing coming out of comic that the show i don't mind you tackling i just hope you tackle better 100 percent um i've danced around this i think plenty uh york like majorly sucks in the comic Oh he's a, yeah, he's a horrible. Human I was being. so worried he's, about watching the TV show because I just I did not care about him at all. Yeah, um, it hasn't gotten to the point where I think, like, even by the end of episode two, we haven't gotten to the part where he's like doing the kind of like talking about how important he is to repopulate the earth and everything. And like, there's some good moments in the comic to kind of call him on his shit, mostly from Agent Three Fifty Five, which is like, you know, just because you've got a dick isn't it doesn't mean you're invincible, which is nice, but it doesn't change the fact that York is kind of insufferable to follow. Yeah. Um, in a in a pretty harsh way. Um, he's I gotta do, get to. He's gotta get to Australia. I, I do I also, like yeah. the performer much better on the show, um, especially in the second episode. There's a there's a scene of extraordinary vulnerability from Yorick when he encounters some strangers that uh, is just not who the character is in the comic in a good way. Um, so I, I hope that that continues on that train because I, I found Yorick just absolutely impossible to empathize. Yeah. yeah. Early early in the show, when he's talking to Hero outside of the... the uh, the NA meeting um, like that, like five minutes scene of this, them talking like, I enjoyed that more than reading the entire comic. I was just like, yeah. I f- fully understand who this character, who these two characters are. Um, and in just short little scene, like I get, I get, I know so much about hero. Just what's the line that he says. It's like, Oh, if you didn't hate yourself so much. And I'm like, bam, like I, I understand these two characters perfectly now um, more than that comic could ever do. Um, yeah, yeah. I was so worried about York. I find th- the guy in this like, endlessly relatable and like yo man being being young and like directionless is hard like i get it and then the apocalypse happens and like destiny starts it upon you like that's like i'm excited for this show like i i hope i hope it i hope it's hope it stays good yeah i i, I do really i do really like the direction the show went in with yorick and uh and even hero like i just think both of them are much better realized characters in the comic i wanted to bring up when he proposes it, or at least tries to propose. I just read the room, pal. Like obviously, this girl doesn't want to be with you anymore. Yeah, um, the way it's really insufferable. It, yeah, the way they handle it in the show is so much better because uh, it's absolutely like this is a couple who they've been together for a long time, but maybe he's he likes her more than she likes him, and this is the point where he realizes it. 
Yeah, because he's ready for like, marriage and she's not. He does. He does kind of come at her with like, "What all the th- of all I've done for you?" But like, he calls himself on. She's like, "I shouldn't. Have, that was yeah, the yeah. wrong thing to say." And I, I do appreciate that he's got that self awareness. It does make him a lot less sufferable than his comic book character yeah. right away. Yeah. And it makes me like I don't know if it's gonna be the same journey because Beth's not in Australia, um, at least right now. Like I don't know if like how much time has passed. Like if she, she took a red eye. Yeah, she took a red eye. Yeah, so like. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to do anything with Beth in this show. I, I assume they have to, because like I think that's integral to the plot of the, the comic. I'm guessing, but uh, I will I will say in episode two, um, Yorick is leaving messages for Beth around the city, uh, saying mm. that he's alive um, and to come home. Got it. Um, okay. Because he's trying to locate her now. There is also a concept that's introduced in the same episode about what people are doing in the city to kind of locate one another and find out also where like their loved ones were who were men who passed on so that they can give proper respects or say goodbyes or check in or whatever. Um, And it's a system that they're trying to build in the city. So it's weird that I understand why York wouldn't go there necessarily, but like not right away, a decent amount of time passes in episode two to make me question why York wouldn't at least look into using the resource in some way. Yeah. Or uh, alternatively, why Beth wouldn't have considered it. Yeah. Um, so it, because uh, uh, while Beth might not be looking for uh, Yorick, she could easily search out Hero. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. Now, now that they're in the same the same city. Uh, so so there's a little bit of like, oh, you, you made some weird things now happening uh, because of where you put Beth in, in that line and everything. And I'm sure the show will pay it off. Um, it just does leave me with like kind of questions about how they're handling certain choices. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we'll see. Um, episode two still shows a decent amount of promise. That's right good. Uh, yeah. I'll, hopefully I was going to try to watch the second episode this weekend, but I just didn't get the chance. I started a new job. I don't know who knows that. Um, I didn't know that. Uh, I started a new job. So it took a lot, lot more time than I anticipated, but excellent. Yeah. I I watched both these episodes with my mom today, uh, and I I you know we finished the first episode. I'm like I'd really like to do the second because I really really want to know how they're handling the, the world, and it is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's good stuff there. Sparks. Uh, and I think. Are we gonna continue to watch this together? I'd like to. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd like to watch this. Uh, I I feel pretty good about it right now. I think it's much better than the comic and execution um, up to this point. Uh, and I like all the females who get to be main roles in it because uh, all the men die. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, feel very much the same way about sweet tooth as I do about this. Um, it's a much different tone. They adapted it in a different way, but it is, it is cool that like, it's a, it's a good adaptation in this case, a better adaptation. Um, so I'm really I'm excited to continue with it. It's very intriguing. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm definitely worried about it feeling the need to be too faithful to yeah. elements of the comic again. Like the Amazons is something that definitely concerns me because I'm you can't I'm if you're being an adaptation, it doesn't feel like something you can just ignore, mm-hmm. but you certainly need to alter it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of there. There was one particularly like terrible. I felt like it kind of accentuated everything. Line uh, when Yorick catches up with his mom. And he's talking about 
uh, she's telling him how the, the wives of the Republicans have been. And he says, are you serious? After all the men died, I thought uh, all you guys would be holding hands down at the United Nations or something. When the hell did women get so petty and power hungry? And I'm like, man, this really just like, kind of like, I know York's not supposed to be a good person, but you're really just but driving Isn't there like, that's a, that's a picture I took too. Cause I hate that. Cause then the mom's like, yeah, but didn't you like, didn't you vote for Hillary Clinton? I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's it's all it's it's so full of a lot of like backward cynicism towards women as it's trying to be like progressively representational that just makes the comic such a drag yep. uh to read today, which I'm sure it didn't feel like at the time, but it, it definitely does now. Yeah. Um yeah, I I'm bummed, honestly, because I've heard so much good stuff about why the last man to have read it and been like, oh man, this is something I just can't appreciate anymore i needed yeah. to read it when it was at oh yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's ha- has an age well baby's yeah. baby's first uh feminism book <laughs> truly <laughs> for, yeah, yeah. for brian k vaughn and yeah, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't def- hold up he definitely tried um i'm definitely not going to continue reading the comic i i mean after i finished the first uh volume i'm like cool i'm glad i don't have to read that ever again Mm-hmm. Um, the show I would like to continue. I don't know if I will, not because it's bad. I think it's really good. I do want to find out what happens, but when I come home, I want to see something a little more cheery and not mm-hmm. so down. And it, it, it's a really good premise. It's entertaining. It's dramatic. It's the, the entertainment value for me is there. It's just recently in the past few weeks where I've been coming home at night, I don't want like to experience the, the crazy, the crazy shit of, or, um half the population literally died in one night i just want to see like happy ducks going on an adventure uh yorick um in the comic is so single-minded on beth to a degree where it's like bro do you know like the world you live in yeah uh in in the show so far it it works a lot um not to say too much deep into the show but um the the everybody is hearing like radio transmissions and, and things like that about um, where, what to do from the president, like giving out emergency broadcasts and things like that. So Yorick knows his mom is president, but he doesn't know how to get to her safely mm-hmm. as, as the last man on earth. Um, and that keeps him from venturing too far. Uh, and then, and then there's stuff that happens in episode two. Um, but it, it it provides this sense of like, okay, I get why he's kind of like focused on the Beth thing because that's kind of all he can do right now. Yeah. Because uh, he feels trapped in his space. So that's a lot of episode I... two is spent with him like kind of preoccupied on like trying to find her because he can't do much else. Yeah. But, but in the comic, it's like so very much the only thing he seems to care about. And I'm like, this is so ignorant of like everything else that's happening to all these other people. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else we want to add? Uh, Why I'm super, last I'm super intrigued by one particular character because she doesn't appear to be anybody in the comic, and she continues to be a focal point into episode two. And I'm I'm not sure who she's supposed to be, but I'm super interested. Is uh, the president's assistant? Oh, Nora, the redhead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not her, sure who she's supposed to tran- translate for in the comic uh ultimately down the road yeah i i, maybe, I remember being surprised that uh she wasn't in the comic maybe it's one of those things that like it's a character from later on they bring in early or something i think i think they're making her the 
the new version of the leader of the Amazons. Mm. Oh, maybe mm. I'll build her up to see like how she became the way she is. Yeah, yeah, that could work. Yeah. Uh, based based on episode two, I think that's that's where they're hinting at going because I'm not sure she's so focal in episode two in a way where I'm like I'm not sure who you're supposed to be exactly right now. Yeah. Uh, but I think that might be it. Right on. All right, anything else you want to add? Uh, I highly recommend the show. I wish I could recommend the book, but honestly, if you're reading it for the first time today, it just it just doesn't hold up. I'm sure it's a good book if you read it in 2003. True. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, no book club. This was our book club. Um, mm-hmm. But next week, it's my turn. Um, oh, Diane Lane's great. Also. Hell yeah. I love Diane, Diane Lane. Lane really is great. say it by Diane, but Diane Lane is great. Yeah. Um, she... Martha Cat. Um, yep. 